Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Recovering the Ancient Path. I'm your host, Gabriel Perez, and what is this podcast about? Honestly, I've come to a couple points where I don't even know where I want to take this podcast. I know what I want it to be about, but I mean... Is this something that I'm actually going to share or is it to chronicle my journey? Um, And to that end, I'm saying that I'm just posting it without any sort of sharing or or letting anybody know because I still am waiting to see where the Lord wants this to go for me in my heart. But let's just back up. Recovering the ancient path. So for a long time... I have struggled with validation, finding worth in different things, and ultimately just trying to work my way into pleasing God, trying to find acceptance, and in all of these things that I've tried to find my worth, find my acceptance, find validation, I've failed multiple times every time and it came to this point where I have been struggling and I did a lot of different things and what ultimately happened is I came upon the book Wild at Heart by John Eldridge and it has changed my life It has helped me to just understand the heart of man and my heart, my own heart, and my own journey. And since then, I've been on this journey of just becoming a son of God, becoming a son to the Father, recognizing God as my Father. Because for so long, he's been this great God in the sky that you do good, you get blessed. You do bad, you get cursed. And just that bondage that I, I think I felt being in under religion. And so that's what this is about. It's about my journey through uh, through that path. Through that, it's my journey through uncovering the ancient path. And I was kind of going back and forth on tightening this episode, and I was thinking about footsteps with the Father, walking with God. Um, for a long time, I kind of sat there with those. And, and if this is public and you're hearing all this background noise, forgive me. I am recording on my phone in on my lunch break, at work in a parking lot. But, uh, to share the background to this, John Eldridge opened up with the story about how they went to see bears in Alaska. And the way to do it was uh, the guide, and I'm gonna butcher the story. One thing you'll know from, is that I butcher stories. So, anyways. Uh, the guide said, oh, you want to see bears, um, the grizzly bears? He goes, well, 
all you have to do is go along this path. And it was a pathway that had been that all the bears knew because they walked it with their parents and their parents walked it with them before. So it was like this ancient path to the salmon. And it, it, it's been there since bears have been there since since time, dawn of time of bears. I don't know how you would phrase it, but it's been there for, you could say, forever. And it's just the ancient path. All the bears know it. And and I was thinking about that story, and then I looked up... I was trying to look up the story itself so I could have better context. Um, but it's actually led me to this scripture in Jeremiah 6, 16. Thus says the Lord, Stand by the roads and look, and ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and find rest for your souls. And so this has been, I mean, it, it kind of opened it up for me, where the good way is, and walk in it. And you got to look for it. You got to find it. It's there, but it requires seeking. And it just described my journey. The journey that, honestly, as I'm speaking, I'm not coming at you as someone who is a is a leader. This isn't a podcast that's going to say, hey, you need to do this or do that. It's. I feel like it's more of a podcast of, of me processing through things and realizing things through uh, this journey and sharing them. And um, I would never want to be a leader because I, I've come to see that being a leader uh, brings on a burden. And not to say that that's bad, but it also brings expectations. And the expectations of others, the expectations that I hold on myself as being a leader. And it becomes this huge weight of n- not just me tr- being the leader, but me trying to appease others' expectations. And coming from a wound that seeks validation, that, that's a toxic time, a toxic place to be in. So I've kind of resulted in, in just being really a guide, a field guide, I would say, because um, going through, I lead, currently there's a word lead, but I started a John Eldr- a Wild at Heart group small group and um, and so we what we go through is the field guide of Wild at Heart and so I, I actually really like that term field guide because it it means that I'm just walking with you and that's what I hope this is I hope it's just a place to share my journey my experience what I'm going through and how I'm processing it in the hopes that it speaks to other men out there too and then they can share their journey, their experience, what, how God is speaking to them because God speaks so uniquely to each of us. And there's a story there. There's um, power in those things. And so that is the purpose of this podcast. And so just to give you background of me, I... To get onto this journey of where I'm at now, I, I struggled. I struggled. I grew up in a Catholic home uh, where we went to church every Sunday. 
And so while I believed in God, I believed in it was more of just you show up, you go to church, say your prayers, you're our fathers, and you're good. Don't do bad, you won't get in trouble. Um, do wrong, you're going to get your ass chewed. I mean, that's, that's pretty much the gist of it, um, how I grew up. That's how my, my, I live with my grandparents. That's how my grandfather was. Hey, if you don't, his saying was, hey, if you don't get in trouble, you won't get your ass chewed. Or if you do it right, you won't get your ass chewed. <laughs> and, and that was kind of my stance on God. And so growing up, it was just do the right thing, which is not a bad thing. But it became this thing of validation. Do this right thing and you'll be validated for it. You will be praised for it. You know, you will, you will achieve success or whatever it is. And, and so I dabbled in so many different things. So many businesses trying to make it rich. Trying to get more money. And all in the guise of trying to find validation which we can go on and on about that one. But eventually, I, I found Jesus. And it was through doing a business deal where I tried to, I was, what was it? Pyramid scheming, you can call it. Um, I was in one of those businesses, and I remember there was a guy who was a Christian, shared with me, talked with me about Jesus, and I was slowly getting to know Jesus through different ways that he was speaking to me, but he would answer all my questions. He would give me insight, and, and I remember I got him started in the business, and he asked if he could make his money right away, or if he was going to make it back right away. Yeah, if he was going to make it back right away. And I said, yeah, sure. And I felt this tug in my soul because I felt like I had lied to him. Because I knew, while well, you could make your money back, not everybody does. And something just hit me. And I remember not really liking who I was at that moment. And and I was reading the Bible, you know, but it was like reading the Bible because you will be blessed if you read the Bible. You're going to be rich if you read the Bible because the Lord's going to honor you. And sure enough, I saw it came across Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. And it really made me stop and think, and I, I had to sit there and say, you know, I, I was in this, I was in, I wasn't deep in this. My family had family in there. My father-in-law was doing it with me. Uh, a lot of the people I was hanging around with were doing it at that point. You know, my new group. And I remember I, I just had to tell them like, I'm out. Like I can't do this. And you know, it's funny you say like you. I feel like God's taking me out of this. And well, I believe in God. It's all good. And, you know, that's... It's, it's just the, the stance that they had versus where I was at. But shortly after, I, I went to a Christian church on my own and got saved. And things, you know, radically changed. I, I was married at the time. I still am married. Same woman. Um, but, you know, she wasn't saved. She, she ended up coming to church getting saved. And, you know, it just changed. But I also noticed that as I got saved, it was, it was a time of growing, of understanding the Bible, understanding Jesus, serving at this church. And, and it, was a, it was a time of blessing, of just 
growth in God. But ultimately, religion set in, validation sets in, you know, because you get complacent. You know, and after seven years, I found myself living in religion again. I found myself living in a in a world of just do this because this is the right thing to do. And not and not only that, but just doing things because you didn't want people to think bad of you. Like, oh, so you start hiding. There's shame starts happening because all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're not gonna be accepted by the Christian group if this is how you this is what you do if you enjoy a beer you enjoy a drink um, you're not a Christian you're living in sin and just you know I, I found myself living under the heavy burden of religion and trying to find freedom in that and then trying to find uh, what it means to be a man That's, that was the other journey I had three kids and so I think it was at the point where I was just about to have my third. I found the podcast Order of Man podcast. Great podcast. Um, by Ryan Mickler. It's great. And, and I felt like I needed this uh, calling. This I needed p- other men to help me become better. I didn't feel like I was being a man. I felt lacking. And so I joined what he has, the Iron Council. Great program jumped in you know meeting other men and it really launched me to to where I'm at now because there became accountability it became um, you know just doing these things to to better equip myself to have better understanding to, to, to kind of feel like a man and I did that I did those things and they were good they helped me in the time that I needed them but then I, I noticed I got to a point after about two years in there where there was validation again. And that's what the, the enemy just loves to sink in, you know, those things, validation. And I got extremely bent on finding validation amongst the men of my team, amongst the Iron Council, trying to impress these guys, trying to impress my wife through what I'm doing. And it wasn't until we got to a book called Nice Guys Finish Last or No More Mr. Nice Guy that I started to realize something's wrong because I am being a nice guy. But then there was a lot of things I didn't like about the book. Like, oh, if if things aren't going well, like I spoke to my wife about some of the things I noticed and she'd agreed with me. She'd seen them and... Then trying to talk about them, I, I realized I was, I was one being just an asshole. Like it's like, oh, if you want your time for yourself, just go and do this. And that's exactly what I was like. I'm just gonna start doing this. I, you know, trying to be this uh, masculine, no more Mr. Nice guy. And then, you know, didn't seem to blow over really well. You know, we started fighting. I started blaming her for things. And then, of course, in the book, too, you know, this is how I'm interpreting the book. But, oh, if things aren't right, you know, you shouldn't, you might just have to leave your wife because, you know, you have, you know, and I don't want to do that. That's that's my wife. But I didn't like where I was going. And, but I knew there was issues in my heart. I was seeing them. I knew there was wounds. And that's when Wild at Heart came in. 
and it changed everything. It helped me understand it was every all the things that were going on in my head, why I'm acting this way, why I'm putting so much pressure on my wife to validate me, going back to the garden of Adam and Eve. And the journey's been amazing. It's been hard because I've seen because now that I've recognized my wound, you know, it actually didn't get easier, it got harder. Because you have to face it. You have to work through it. And so there's been a lot of rough times. There's been a lot of struggle. Um, there's been a lot of up at night conversations with my wife. But are we stronger and better because of it? Absolutely. So that's what this is about. I, 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 there's a lot of things that the Lord has done that I, I just want to share. I want to talk about. Um, and there's a lot of need for honesty for men to feel like they don't have to feel shame so that's what I'm hoping uh, this podcast can be this platform so with that I don't want to ramble too much but that's the story that's what's led me here and I've done done a couple podcasts and I've realized that they came from a place of trying to find validation even during this journey and so I've been really hesitant to come back and do another podcast but I feel things that he puts on my heart things I want to share things I just want to talk about and get out and I'm seeing so much of a need for men to be on this journey. So that's really what I'm hoping too is that men can hear this and get on their journey to recovering the ancient path. Get on their journey to finding God, the Father, to being a son. And just reclaiming their heart. The way John Eldridge puts it. And so with that, I thank you. Um, I'm just going to end it there.